Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Joining us now from Washington is Julie Sue, the acting U.S. Labor Secretary. Acting Labor Secretary, wonderful to catch up with you. It always is. I want to go back to 8.30, just briefly if we can. I got a lot of feedback at 8.30 Eastern Time about not being able to access the BLS website to get this information, to get this data. I'm told that the message they got on the screen was you were blocked from the BLS website. What was going on at 8.30? What was the difficulty? I don't know what happened with the website. I will say that um, our jobs numbers today show that 199,000 jobs were added last month, uh, that we have the lowest unemployment rate for the longest period of time since Diana Ross was at the top of the charts, um, and it reflects uh, continued steady growth in our economy. I'm sorry to hear that you weren't able to get that, but I'm happy to talk about any of the data that's come out. Well, let's talk about it coming out next month and the month after that and the month after that. Can we revisit the lockup, Julie, and have a lockup and make sure this data gets out efficiently and effectively, given it's probably the most important data point on the planet? I completely agree on the importance of the data. Um, you know, we come out to talk about it every time because it demonstrates the health of the economy. It demonstrates, uh, you know, whether economic policies are working. And what we've seen is steadily, uh, since President Biden came into office, 14.1 million jobs created, again, broad-based across uh, numerous sectors, low unemployment rates, and real wages rising. So we are very happy to make sure that you are getting the information that you need to help us tell the story about the impact of Bidenomics across the country. You really don't want to talk about this, do you? Oh, no, I'm not trying to avoid it. I, I, I obviously believe that the data has to be available. But it's not. <laughs> to all of you. And it wasn't. So how can we fix that for next month? I hear you on that. Okay. Maybe you should, can respond to me in the future at some point in the next week or so, and, and I can share that answer to our listeners and our viewers. Let's talk about the data. On the surface, it looks great. This is from Catholic Economics this morning. The response from them this morning, just going beneath the surface, respectable organization saying this, the 199 increase in November, payroll employment included 47 workers, 47,000 workers returning from strikes. Stripping out that one-off boost, the 152 gain was roughly the same as the muted increase in October. Moreover, of that 152, 49,000 with government jobs, a further 77k in healthcare, excluding those non-cyclical sectors, the economy added only 26,000 jobs, which adds to the evidence that after a very strong third quarter, growth is slowing to a crawl in the fourth quarter. Ginny, what would you make of that? I think what we're seeing is, again, we look at overall trends in the economy. We've seen uh, job growth at record rates, certainly faster than anybody predicted coming out of the pandemic. But it wasn't just like, you know, one-time boost in the immediate post-pandemic months. It's been year-over-year uh, -year growth. Uh, we, we're also seeing it across numerous industries. And we're seeing it in, you know, overall, right, over 800,000 jobs created in, uh, in construction, over 600,000 in manufacturing. 
manufacturing since President Biden came into office. And yes, we also saw workers come back on the payroll after strikes that resulted in record wage increases and other kinds of um, benefits, retirement benefits, health benefits that we really associate with what we want for working people, right? It's what gives families a sense of security. It's what gives individuals what the president always talks about, which is some breathing room. And that's the kind of economy that we want to build, that we are seeing. We have more work to do and we'll continue to build on the progress that we've made. Many of the investments that the president has helped to make possible are showing up in communities, 40,000 some infrastructure projects across 4,500 communities all across the country. But we're just beginning with that. And so we'll continue to see more of that. And the jobs numbers are just another you know, indicator of, uh, of, of, of that growth and what its impact means. Why do you think this is not resonating with the electorate? I'll share some polls. CNN, more than four in 10, saying they're seriously concerned rising costs could push them out of their own communities. Bloomberg, together with Morning Console, only 35% of voters in seven swing states trust Biden on the economy. Where's that disconnect coming from? Right. So one thing President Biden does talk a lot about, to your point, is we want to make sure that there are jobs in communities so people can get jobs and build, you know, build a family and join the middle class without leaving the place that they work, uh, that they live. I was with him when we went to Belvedere, Illinois, where a plant that had been shuttered is now being reopened because of the agreement between the UAW and the big three. I do think some of this is still, you know, we had global, uh, you know, pandemic and, and, you know, and, and the economic wreckage that resulted immediately in the aftermath of that. Again, we've grown back from it, but the sense of insecurity, I think, remains, and that's, that's legitimate. The other thing, I, you know, just from traveling around the country and talking to folks, is I think that part of this is that people really do see, um, you know, there's jobs being created, there's training programs that are connecting them to those jobs, but there remains deep inequities in our society, and part of that is the huge gap between CEO pay and frontline worker pay. So I talked about Diana Ross. I talked about the good news that we are having unemployment levels at record lows for the longest stretches since 1970. In 1970, the disparity between CEO pay and frontline pay was something like 20 percent. Today, it's over. Th 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 uh, um, uh, it was. Like 17 times higher the CEO pay from worker pay. Today it's something like 344 times. That doesn't feel fair to people. It doesn't feel good. And that's why President Biden talks about building an economy from the middle out and the bottom up where working people and working families do well, not just the wealthy. Yeah, he's had a lot to say about corporate America as well. I'm going to share a tweet from the president with you. And I want your thoughts on it. I want you to translate it if you can, because I don't understand it. It says, let me be clear to any corporation that hasn't brought their prices back down, even as inflation has come down. It's time to stop the price gouging, give American consumers a break. What is the president talking about? The president is saying that um, we have a job to do in this country and we want working people and uh, middle class families um, and every community across the country to have the things that, that, that they need to live a decent life. We want safe roads and new bridges. We want clean drinking water to flow out of every faucet. Yeah, I get that. That's great. I want that too. But I, I just this tweet specifically, inflation is slowing, well, but it's still positive. So prices are going up. But the president's saying inflation has come down. Why are corporations still price gouging? 
that's just economically speaking just absolutely flawed so acting labor secretary who writes these tweets what's he talking about I mean, he's saying that we're all in this together and we will pursue economic policies that help to bring down prices and control inflation, but everyone's got a job to do on that. And we, you know, when there are record profits by companies who are uh, continuing to um, keep prices high, we'd like them to play their role in making sure that people can afford the basics they need in life. Appreciate it. Judy Sue, thank you. The acting U.S. Labor Secretary. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.